Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to another awesome episode. I keep on saying awesome. I think I need a thesaurus uh, episode of Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, Urson Religioso. And my co-host, as always, is Jason Shane from Shane Physiotherapy. How are you today, Jason? I am doing spectacular. Yourself? I'm doing well. Well rested. My wife, to date this, is actually... Uh, an American citizen now. She was sworn in and had to renounce Canada. Oh, my goodness. And for those of you listeners that don't know, I am in Canada, Vancouver, to be precise. So losing another one of ours. And she's uh, a physio, no less, too, is she not? She is a physio. And she says that if we ever stop having kids, she will probably get back to work. Oh, wow. That'd be that. Maybe we could get her uh, on the podcast sometime. Oh, gosh. Sometimes she had some women's health stories that she told over dinner that would just make me lose my appetite. So I, think, I don't even know if she'd want to tell those stories. I think we're going to have to get her on. Yeah, if she agrees to go on. Maybe she can do it anonymously. Yes, exactly. All right. So uh, you have a story for us today, right? I do, actually. You know, I, I've been thinking about uh, talking about this topic for a while, and it comes from another podcast I listened to. I believe it was uh, a shoulder one, I think, on PhysioEdge. And the physiotherapist being interviewed said something that really uh, struck a chord with me. And what she said was that when a patient comes in to see you and we take their subjective history we have this long litany of questions in our mind that we want to ask. We all have our assessment forms, you know, ones that maybe we were taught in physio school or ones that are unique to our clinic. And we always want to clarify what the patient is saying to us, or maybe a better way is we always want to interrupt them. And what she said, which I thought was just phenomenal, was that most patients in the first two minutes of them telling their subjective history, they're going to get out most of the pertinent details. And she referred to a study, which I can't remember, but I could look up. And the gist of it was that if we interrupt them, we may miss some of those most important details. And I listened to that podcast a couple months ago, and I remember going back to the clinic and thinking to myself, I am uh, for lack of a better word, interrupting to get patients to clarify details. Because sometimes, and I'm sure you can relate to this, Urson, a patient can sometimes go off on a very long uh, description tangent. You could also call it that when they're giving their subjective. But what I have found over the last couple months, if I just let the patient sort of blurt out for those first two or three minutes with very little interrupting, even though I have a lot of questions in my head, they cover a lot of points that I think that possibly one could miss if you didn't give the patient that initial two or three minutes. And I'm just curious what your thoughts might be on that. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing I used to teach to my students that I would say I, I'm a, I have a black belt in the art of interrupting patients. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is a good topic then. Right, and I think that part of that, I was using it in a positive way, but recently... 
I think, oh, and and maybe I'll share this in the next podcast. I mean, it it has backfired me, backfired on me in, in several occasions. So, I think it all depends on if the patient is giving you pertinent information. And I do have to, I have to sit back and listen better. And I think I'm a, I'm an active listener, and I think that. Um, learning how to take a history from McKenzie Institute, you basically ask the patients a lot of questions that give you inf- good information. Hmm. But sometimes I just like to ask them, you know, what do you think is causing your pain or why are you here? Great question. Yeah. And that, and that gives you, like, the what do you think is causing your pain gives you a lot of information on things that may prompt you to pain science education or may prompt you away from it. And I mean, and I'm sure, like, as you said, in a future podcast, we could talk about this. I am sure you, and I know I've had this before, where sometimes two or three or four appointments in, sometimes we find out the biggest issue with the patient might be something that we missed in the first few sessions. Sometimes it's a, you know, I think sometimes it's, as we talked about, I think in a previous episode, sometimes it's a parent being involved. Sometimes it's life stresses. Sometimes it's a spouse with an illness or a death in their family that you know, if we just have our classic orthopedic uh, questions, we might miss that and not get it until a later appointment. But if we let them talk, sometimes they're going to say that without us having to prompt them, I think. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And um, I, I tend to do this. I, I latch on other people's podcasts because this is short and we, we like to go maybe up to 10 minutes. But I, I have a quick story to tell you about this, too. So I was mentoring, and this will lead into my next podcast. I was mentoring at a at a clinic, doing some mobile fellowship mentoring, and it seems like every time that the therapist who was my mentee left the room, the patient would just give me some kind of crazy pertinent information that was he was not privy to. Okay. So this one woman, she was basically coming in for he he said uh, this is probably her last visit. We just want to wrap up some home exercises, see how she's doing, see if she's still doing well, maybe give her some lumbar stabilization or um, make sure she knows how to do exercises okay, see if she has any questions. You know, like one of those two-week follow-ups or something. For sure. He treated her for maybe like a month or two and um, her low back pain was all cleared up. She said, I'm doing really well and uh, I'm really happy with the service, et cetera, et cetera. So he, he said, oh, my next patient's here. Why don't you just make sure that she knows how to do her extensions or whatever it was. Yeah. So we go over it and asked her if she had any questions. She's like, you know, the biggest thing about this was that uh, this whole time my my back was was really bothering me. My mother I had to, you know, keep on lift, lifting her, lifting her out of a chair. And we finally got her in a nursing home mm-hmm. and uh, I don't have to lift her anymore. And, <laughs> and she told, she told that, she told that to the, to the, um, my mentee. Okay. So he knew that. But when he left the room, she said the worst part about this whole th- oh. uh, thing was that the only reason why she was living with me in the first place is because she used to live with my brother, but he stole all her money. Oh my goodness. And then she ended up having to live with me when she found that out or when we all found that out. She also did not want to live with him anymore. So, you know, you think it's just this mechanical thing, but there's also this stress uh, behind all that. Absolutely. You know, and all this whole like family Dynamics. upheaval. Uh, right, yeah. right. Wow. So I was like, wow, did you tell the PT that? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, he probably had his list of questions, as we said, that he goes through. And, you know, it, it, 
how do you phrase that question? Has, has there been any major changes in family dynamics or upheavals lately? I mean, you can't even really ask that question, no. but I usually just say, is there anything else that, that you probably don't even think is related that is either going on or, you know, previous injuries or anything else you think I, I should be aware of? Um, and then let that, them talk. You know, that may not necessarily, whatever, but you, something you weren't referred for or, you know, something like that, like an open-ended question at the end. And sometimes you do get a, a last little bit of pertinent information. Very good. Well, we're still under our 10 minutes, which I know people are appreciating. And um, hey, another good podcast. I'm actually looking forward to a story you have, because it sounds like uh, there's been a story where maybe uh, a patient has shared information with you in a later appointment that uh, they didn't share in the first one, which I'm sure uh, you can think of one right now. Oh yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, it, it's a direct segue from that, from that men mentoring experience, actually. We'll, we'll talk about it next time. Perfect. Well, uh, once again, I'm Jason Shane from Shane Physiotherapy. You're able to follow me through my Facebook page, Shane Physiotherapy, or my website, shanephysiotherapy.ca. And with me again is... Erson Religioso from Modern Manual Therapy. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and of course, the blog. I think I need to get some more things so I can catch up to you. I don't I don't have a long enough outro, I don't think. All right. I know I was going to say our two-minute outro. We're still going to be 10 minutes here. Exactly. Perfect. Rate us on iTunes. We appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day.